I've basically spent my whole life embarrassing myself in various ways, various scenarios. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. Yeah. For both you and myself. And this is certainly a story I never thought I would share with the world. <laughs> but okay. I think it deserves to be told. When I was in sixth grade, we had a spelling bee. <laughs> it's time, Alyssa. It is time. Oh yeah. Yes. This is my favorite thing. I finally, no, I haven't made peace, but I finally come to terms with what happened, and I think I'm okay to share it. So in sixth grade, you know, they did the spelling bee for the middle school. So the way they did it, just so everyone else is aware, you essentially had a spelling bee in your English class, and the winner of that class would go to a grade wise like spelling bee so there'd be a couple like maybe 15 kids competing per grade and there'd be a winner like sixth seventh eighth grade would each have a winner so hannah was competing in in the sixth grade spelling bee right so to you know go back a little bit somehow i was the last person standing in my language arts class out of like 30 kids my last word i had to spell was peekaboo (laughs) you did it and i got that and um very proud moment for me because I don't pride myself in being like an amazing speller. And so I was super proud. And, um, you know, a couple days later, we have the sixth grade actual final spelling bee. I got pulled out of class, got to go. <clears throat> and got to go to like, I think it was one of the auditorium rooms we were all in. And they had the sixth, seventh and eighth graders all there. But yeah. they did it, you know, by grade. So naturally, they started with the sixth graders. Unfortunately, I was not present. Right. Because if I would have been <laughs> present, it would have been one of the greatest moments of my yes. life. I was not in the seventh grade spelling bee, sadly. Yeah. So they start out with the sixth graders. I'm about the third or fourth person to walk up there. And um, the word I was given... <laughs> Okay. Hey, Anna. Eat fresh. The word I was given was fresh. As in, like, fresh groceries. Fresh thyme. Fresh fruit. So I'm given the word fresh, and I'm feeling real confident. Because I'm like, you can't mess that up. And, um... You really really can't mess that up. Turns out you can. I found that out. So I, you know, start spelling, and I'm like, F-R-E-C-H. And in my head, in my head, I nailed it. Totally spelled it right. And then they go, no, I'm sorry, that's wrong. And it occurred to me that I said F-R-E-C-H instead of F-R-E-S-H. Oh, my God. What a, what an unfortunate time in your life. And, you know, we, you know what made it worse is that I got pulled out of class Right. And everyone knew I was going to the spelling bee. And it was had been like five minutes because I was like one of the first people to go. So I walked out of that room and I was like, I either one have to go back and lie and say that I got some like absurd word 
or I have to like stroll the hallways for a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I think I ended up walking around the hallways and then I went back and I like made up a word because I wasn't about to tell a bunch of kids I spelled fresh wrong. That's something you don't come back from. And then I had to go home and I had to tell mom. <laughs> Both you had to be like, I sold fresh wrong. Mom's like, what did I do? <laughs> Where did schooling fail you? But yeah, that's something you just, you can never recover from that. Were you just nervous? Do you remember, like, what was going on in your head? In my head, I spelled it right. Like, I was, like, feeling good. <laughs> I just, like, I, I don't do well under pressure. Okay. And I think it just got to me, the hype. Because I never thought okay. I was going to get to the finals. I guess that's fair. Yeah, see, so I've, like, never been a super great speller anyway, like, in general, so I'd never made it to a spelling bee. I'm trying to think if there's any word I've ever spelled wrong that I, like, feel embarrassed about. And for me, it's just pronunciation of stuff, Mm -hmm. because I just do that all the time. It's just always wrong. Or um, I have a friend, um, shout out to our friend who listens to this podcast who has said the most ridiculous things in class notoriously known for um odysseus from the odyssey (laughs) hannah just choked under drink have you not heard that one before no i didn't know that one oh so you know we did the odyssey odysseus right Mm -hmm. is the main character right she called him odysseus and that became his name, Odysseus. Is this our number two fan? This is our number two okay. fan, yes. I remember one time we had, I mean, she knows who she is on that comment alone, but my favorite personal one is we uh, were participating in a debate and we were versing one of our friends and another one of our like acquaintance people that we knew were together and we were versing them. But so we had practiced a few times and she kept saying tops instead of cops. And I'm like, you need to say cops. Like, don't say tops. And we're in the debate and she just goes, and the tops. And I'm like, God damn it. She did it. She said tops. And I'm like, you just had to say cops. But she also, we're in the same boat with the just saying things wrong. You know, cheers to, uh, to middle school embarrassment. Summer. 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 What time is it? Summer time. It's the It's time for the Olympics. God, that was so stupid. Welcome. This is Research Rank Repeat. I am one of your co-hosts, Alyssa. And this is co-host Hannah. I apologize for that um, that opening. You know, normally we're like late night people, but we're doing it before 11 p.m. So the energy is a bit different. We got to kind of figure out how to do things. You know, we don't have that crazy energy that we've had the past couple episodes. So 
Gotta make her own energy. Gotta make it, gotta make it happen, you know? Do what you can. This is the year of the Olympics. But not really, because they're supposed to happen last year. The 2020 slash 2021 Tokyo Olympics. Tokyo Olympics are just about to start. When this episode airs, it'll be starting in a few days. On Friday. It'll be starting in two days. You know, we had a different episode planned for this week, but I was thinking and I was like, well, why don't we cash in on the Olympics? Because Tokyo sure did, when they certainly could have canceled it. Yeah, you know what, I was just just about to say, like, it's so weird this year because on one hand, I love the Olympics, I love the competition, so I was excited for them. But on the other hand, it's like, is it irresponsible to be holding Olympics in a country that hasn't quite got a handle on COVID, including athletes coming in from a bunch of countries that also don't have a handling on COVID? They have a confirmed case in Olympic Village, a COVID case. So it's like, I don't know. I mean, when it's, I think it's something like 90, not to be like a downer immediately, but it's something like 90% of Japan did not want the Olympics to be held. Like, a, a, I don't know if it's 90%. I'm, you might fact check me on that one. But it was a, a wide margin of people in Japan did not want the Olympics to be held. They don't have a high vaccination rate right now. I think they're, like, starting to, but, you know, they're not to a, like, a herd immunity level or anywhere that would be safe. So it's just, like, on one hand, yeah, I feel bad for, you know, athletes who could have lost out on a chance to compete in the Olympics because of just age or, like, skill and stuff or they get injured and then if it's, you know, a year later, you know, they're not able to do it, then... That's unfortunate, but it's also about safety. Hopefully, cases are kept to a minimum. I'd like to believe everyone is doing everything they can to prevent it, but I know that there's huge amounts of fucking going on in the Olympic Village just in general. So, like... (laughs) Did you see what they did for this year? Hats off to you! Did you see what they did with the beds? No. They made the beds... So that if more than one person gets on them, they collapse. <laughs> what? They did that? They're like, no fucking this yeah, they year. Said, and someone said, have oh you ever God. heard of standing up while doing it? You don't have to use a bed. Wait, wait, but what about like, like, like the lifters and the weightlifters and stuff who are super heavy? Does the bread just automatically break? I don't because, know. Because like that's, let's say, okay, let me put it this way. I, if you have two gymnasts in a bed... And one, like, giant wrestler or, like, bodybuilder, weightlifter, like, that's going to be the equivalent weight. So how do they determine? I don't know. But, but I don't also, know. I love, also, do you think a broken bed's going to stop people from <laughs> doing it? Like, no. They're going to make it happen. We'll take it in stride. Wanted. It's like, I, I mean, sure, I guess good, good efforts, but that's ridiculous. Oh, God. I mean, I love it, but... So the Olympics. <laughs> so we decided that we would rank the Olympic summer events. Now, I don't know if what you did, Hannah, but I went to the official Olympics website and I just categorized events by what they had listed. Yes. So for instance, track and field was listed as 
Athletics. Athletics. So I just had that as one category. Mm -hmm. Uh, Did you do the same? Yes. Okay, cool. So we are only doing the overarching event and not specific events within things. So like, let's say athletics, we're not doing like, oh, just hurdles, just sprints. Like it's just an all-inclusive thing. Yeah, and I mean, same with like swimming. We're not doing specific swimming events. It's the sport in general. It's the sport in general. Yes. So uh, just to be clear, in case anyone was wondering about that. So Hannah, do you have some background about the Olympics? Oh boy, do I. I got some got some juicy, um, you know, no, we're just going to go into this. So the Olympics is a international sports competition, which features thousands of athletes from all over the world. Uh, more than 200 nations compete in the Olympics. And like we mentioned, we're only doing summer sports. Uh, there is a Winter Olympics as well. And every two years, they rotate between the Winter and the Summer Olympics. It's inspired by the ancient Olympic Games, which were held in Greece. Um, and those were held from the 8th century BC to the 4th century AD until they were canceled. And then the first... Why were they canceled? Why were they canceled? Yeah, why were they I believe it was because whoever the ruler of Greece was, was not cool with the games and was like... What a, what a buzzkill. Yeah, and was like, fuck this, we're not doing this. Fun sucker. Fun sucker. The fun out of everything. <laughs> so in 1896, they uh, brought the games back and that was the first of the, what they call the modern Olympic games. That was held in Athens Um, And then since then, a number of different versions of the Olympics have been added, including the Winter Olympics. They also do Paralympics and Special Olympics. And so it has occurred every four years since 1896, minus 1916, 1940, and 1944, all for World Wars. I was going to ask if it was for World War, so thank you for clarifying. 2020 obviously was postponed to 2021 because of COVID. Correct. And then there's been a couple years during the Cold War where they were boycotts. They didn't actually cancel the game. Yes. So, so fun fact, our uh, grandpa was actually a wrestling coach for a potential Olympic wrestler who was unable to attend the Olympics because of the Cold War and the boycotts, but... If the boycotts had not happened, he would have probably traveled to to the Olympics with his um, athlete. And I don't remember the athlete's name. That's probably unfortunate. <laughs> Mom would know. Um, but yeah, just a fun fact. Um, so there are over 400 events in the Olympics. And every event, for those of you who are not familiar, every event they award first, second, and third uh, gold, silver, and bronze medals. And there are 35 sports. I believe that's between the summer and the winter. It might just be summer, though. Okay. Not 100% sure about that. Couple other fun facts. 2012, which Olympics were held in London that year, it was the first time in Olympic history in which all the participating countries sent a female athlete. Wow. Yeah. Great. So it took till 2012. Great stuff. And I made a list of sports that are no longer part of the Olympics. Tug of war. Hot air ballooning. (gasps) Wait, hot air ballooning was a sport? Apparently. I love that. 
I want to do that. I know, that sounds amazing. Bring it back. <laughs> Dueling pistols. Dueling pistols? <laughs> what if people got shot? Are they blank? Are they like blanks? Or I don't know. That's probably why it's not a sport anymore, though. I guess. They had tandem bicycle races. Okay. They had swimming obstacle race, which I would have loved to see obstacle that. Obstacle race, yeah. And then they had, for one Olympics in the 1800s, they had live pigeon shooting. Where they shot actual oh pigeons. Yep. Well, pigeon shooting was very, very popular in the 1800s, yeah. which is why the pigeon population of Europe essentially became zero. Yes. Because they essentially hunted them to death. Yep. Near extinction. Those fun facts were from educationfirst.edu. Wow. Not Wikipedia or not most our trusted site. Well, I did get some of this stuff from Wikipedia. I'm not going to oh, lie. of course. But okay. those specific ones I just read. You have to just assume that some amount of any information we provide for our background comes from Wikipedia. Yes, that is 100% correct. For this year, the Tokyo Olympics, they have introduced new sports. Yes, they have five new sports. So baseball and softball are technically not new, but they're making a return. They have been in previous Olympics. But these are new sports is karate, skateboarding, sports climbing, surfing and then they're also doing a three-on-three basketball i saw that when i was looking at the sports i mean basketball is not new but that variety the the style of basketball is new and then they're also doing a freestyle bmx bike um, event which is new. right because bmx was already in it but not bmx freestyle um yeah so that's pretty much all i got in the background unless you have anything else you'd like to add Hannah technically attended an Olympic Games. Yes. She was in in utero, but she was there. 1996, baby. 1996, Atlanta. She was present for kayaking. You were present for some track events and indoor volleyball. Yes. I believe. So I've been to more Olympics than you have. I was in Atlanta. You were. I was just not at the Olympic Games. I was at my grandparents' house. Well, the adults and two of my older cousins and unborn Hannah went. Yeah. So if you have nothing further to add, I think we should get into our rankings. I am. I'm good. You're good. I'm good. I do not remember. We didn't rank for Luca, so I don't remember who did Fast and Furious. Yeah, you had started first. Okay, so um, for my number 10, I have stolen Hannah's idea. And I have, uh, number 10 is a a tie between all of the new sports because there's a lot of sports in here that I would watch as Olympic events. Part of my criteria for ranking the sports is whether or not I would watch them or if I have watched them um, because there's certain sports that I just generally have never seen before. And so the I will say the sport that I'm most excited to watch is the the climbing. Um, is it speed climbing or sport climbing? Speed climbing. What's the official name? Speed climbing. Okay. Um, speed climbing is the one that I'm most excited to see. I tend to like sports that are quicker. Like I like the rapid kind of fire stuff where you don't have to be like invested in the long term. Um, 
because for sports for me, I don't generally like watching sports that often on television. Slow sports are hard for me to watch. I like sports that are really fast paced. You know, you know, you have to follow. You don't have to. It's not like slow. I like like more fast paced stuff. So stuff like that. I like to see you or surfing, I think will be interesting. Skateboarding, you know, X Games, but it'll be fun to see it in as an Olympic sport. So number 10, I, like you said, you stole my idea. The reason I didn't think I could put them higher is because they've obviously never been done before. So I have no exactly. bar to go right. off of them. And neither of those, like, I'm most excited for what you said, speed climbing, skateboarding, surfing. I haven't really watched any of those sports just in general. I've seen a little bit of skateboarding in the X Games. If you count playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Tony Hawk Pro Skater. That's true. Constantly as a child, then yes, I have. But I think they're going to be really fun to watch. And going forward, I'm excited to see them in future Olympics. Um, They did mention surfing obviously will not be at every Olympic Games because of not being available with water and everything like that. Right. It will only be available at the locations that it makes sense to have it. Correct. You know, they're having those uh, Michigan uh, surfing games. <laughs> and the Great Lakes. The Great Lakes surf. I mean, you could technically windsurf, I think, but not like surf surf. Yeah, but you don't, they don't usually surf in lakes. Yeah. For the most the part. Great, I mean, in the, yeah, in the Great Lakes. You'd be able to wind. You could do some <laughs> modified windsurfing. Correct. Um. Okay. So are you good for your number 10? Yes. All right. So for my number nine, I have sailing. So this is an interesting one in that I haven't necessarily seen a lot of sailing um, or watched a lot of sailing, but I just think it's really cool that, like, that's a sport that you could win an Olympic medal for. Um, now, it is a stereotypical rich person sport um, because you have to be able to afford, you know, the equipment as in a sailboat to be able to compete um, or you have to be able to be sponsored to have your own sailboat kind of deal. But I just think that it's, like, such a unique competition that, like, doesn't, wouldn't necessarily get recognized in any other way. Um, and it's nice that something like that people can get recognition for. Because, you know, we've we've done some light sailing in our life. Not, like, not like big boat sailing, but, like, pontoon sailing. Um, Hannah may have been on a collapsed sailboat, but that's a story for another time. <laughs> I was going to say, we'll save that for another time. I was not on, I was on the sailboat earlier that day, but I was not on it when this happened. Um, but yeah, that's the main thing. Also, um, the other thing I wanted to bring up is that Hannah and I had this, um, Hamtaro Olympics Game Boy Advance game, which like was one of my favorite Game Boy games of all time. We played it to death and There are so many, like, sports in that event that, like, it's weird because I, like, sometimes when I think of certain sports, I think of that game Mm -hmm. instead of, like, the real Olympics. And I don't know why that is, but there was a sailing one where you had to sail, sail around, like, barriers and stuff. And so I was, like, that was one of my favorite games in our Olympic games in that game. So in a weird way, it was influenced by Hamtaro. Shout out to Hamtaro, the um, Japanese anime about hamsters that was on Cartoon Network and localized in English. When that video game stopped working, my life stopped. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, actually, though, that was like, other than probably Animal Crossing and Mario Kart, it's probably up there in like my favorite video games of all time. 
Like, it was devastating when it stopped working. It was devastating. If we still have it, if someone wants to send us that game, if you have that game and you want to send it to us, we will send you something in return. We'll think of something, some, like, gift we can give you, um, but would love to have that back. I do have access to a either DS or Game Boy Advance that we could play the game on, so we don't need that. We just need access to the game. <laughs> we just need the game. So if anyone anyone out there happens to have, um, let me look up the title really quick just to put that out there. Oh, wait. Um, if anyone out there has Hamtaro Ham Ham Games on the Game Boy Advance, uh, please let us know because we want it. <laughs> it came out in 2000 before the Athens Olympic Games. Nice. And uh, would love to have it again. Um, you know, we got to do the... My favorite was the bird racing. Oh, yeah. You remember when you get on the bird and you'd have to, like, race birds? Or, like, the uh, the artistic swimming, like, synchronized swimming stuff, too? That was a fun Good one as stuff. well. Good stuff there. Sorry to go off on That's a tangent. Okay. Are you good with sailing? Yes. Okay. So my number nine, I have rowing. Kind of similar in the regard to you have that I don't know that rowing would get much focus unless it were for the Olympics. I know, um, like... Or if you are um, Aunt Becky's daughters. Yeah. Up until (laughs) the huge scandal, it did not. Yeah. I know rowing's like big in like East Coast college town, you know, college universities and things like that. But also, like, just the upper body strength you have to have. Yeah. Because we've, like, kayaked, canoed. Like, it's hard to do that. But to consistently be, like, rowing. Now, Hannah, it's hard to canoe with two people when only one of you is rowing. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, I would say. I would say. Yeah, one time Hannah and I took out a canoe. And, you know, I'm in the front. She's in the back. I'm, I'm rowing along. And I'm like, man, we are going nowhere. And I turn around. Hannah's just sitting there watching me row. She wouldn't row the entire time. She just left me to row and was just enjoying the view. And I'm like, Hannah. I'm trying to enjoy my vacation. <laughs> Put your back into it. I'm just trying to have a good time. <laughs> Hannah had one too many drinks and then didn't want to row. <laughs> you know what? There's no shame in that. No shame at all. But you do, yes, I can concur. You do need a lot of upper body strength to row. And the thing I love about rowing, too, is from what I watch in the Olympics, they're always really close finishes, it seems like. So it's it's kind of, it's a short, shorter event, but it's like, it keeps you on the edge of your seat in a way. So for number eight, I have fencing. And I like, if there's any sport that I wish I could have done, it's fencing like, of Olympic sports, um, that I, like, that I have never done before, that I wish I could have done, yeah, um, probably due to Parent Trap, that's probably where it started the, the whole fencing, interest in fencing, and I think I've talked about that when we did our Lindsay Lohan movie rankings, but I just think it's really fun, and it's, like, again, it's kind of, like, the matches themselves aren't quick, but the points are quick. Like, how to get points and the back and forth. Uh, I just think it's really cool. Yep. On guard. On guard. So, number eight, I have archery. Um, I think archery's 
like insane like the accuracy that you have to have in it's actually like really hard. You have to have a lot of forearm strength to like properly pull back and up like a bow staff, I guess. And obviously, like archery became really huge in the media with like Hunger Games and um, like Arrow came out around the same time and like a bunch of stuff. Brave, brave, yeah. But I think watching some of these athletes, and I've even watched um, the Paralympics. There's this guy who uses his feet to shoot archery and like can hit like bullseyes and I'm like yeah that's like I have so much respect for people I know some of these like sports some people might not consider like super athletic but you have to have a lot of skill and precision exactly and so I think that's why I just have a lot of respect for that sport so for number seven I have um football uh the great sport of football um or soccer if you're an American Um, But it's called football in the Olympics, so I will refer to it by its proper name. So I I played a little bit of football in my day, uh, very briefly. It wasn't the sport for me, but I I enjoy watching it. The problem for me is that I can't sit and watch every single game. I can only watch like the semifinals and the finals kind of deal. Like, I'm, I just am not that committed that I could, like, sit through and watch, like, a tournament, you know, for, for that. But I do like the sport. It can be really exciting. Um, the women's team, we watched, I remember watching the semifinals and the finals the year that they won. Um, and then we went and watched them play in their tour. Um, the next year after that, we saw them in Detroit, Versus a team that, well, they weren't supposed to be playing because another team had to drop out. But it's fun. I, I, I will say I generally like watching women's football more than men's football, um, personally. But that's just me. Because the men flop. <laughs> like every year, And then yeah. they cry. Yep. So number seven, I have fencing. Pretty much everything you said, like parent trap was my, like started my love of appreciation for fencing. I had a friend who fenced. Um, oh, yeah. An elementary school she did friend. Fence. Who f- yes, who that I, I just ran into, like, last week. Yeah. She did, like, club fencing at the college she went to. Yeah. Um, but I, if there's any sport that I don't really have much knowledge of how it actually, like, works, the point system, it would be fencing. But right. I love the footwork. Like, I have a, a really good appreciation for how, like choreographed and how organized it looks right. and it's just like a nice sport nice sport to watch yeah i agree so um similar to you for number six i have archery and i would agree with the same things and sentiments that you say that it's like it's fun to watch because it's you have to be so accurate and so precise to get points another thing i like to add is that i really liked the disney's robin hood and there's, like, a very well-known, like, archery, like, contest scene. And, like, I always loved that part of the movie the best. So I feel like that also had a little bit of influence into me liking archery. Um, so, yeah, I agree. Same thing. I think it's, a, it's a, like, a nice, like, easy sport to watch. So number six, I have football. Um, I grew up playing soccer, as it's known in America. Of course. And um, I agree with you. I think if I'm going to watch a sport, like, going to watch just the female, it's going to be, like, football. 
because I think the men's game tends to be a bit, you know, floppy and um, dramatic, theatrical, is all I'll say. Do you remember um, when the U.S. team, women's, they were going back to women's, was rehearsing Brazil, and they were um, carrying out this one player from Brazil on a stretcher, and at a certain point, she just, like, jumped off the stretcher and went back on the field, like, during the play, and we're just like, what? It's, yeah. Um, Sorry to cut you off, no, but it's okay. yes. Um, but I think, I don't necessarily watch it a lot, but when it comes to the Olympics, I think it's fun, and I also appreciate how much the game has grown. I guess if I'm talking more about the women's side, like, how far some of the other countries have come. Just because I think for a long time they didn't really put the money or the resources behind improving that game. And they're finally starting to. Obviously, there's still like a long way to go. But I think it's cool to see it become more competitive. Yeah, I would agree. So number five, I have um, athletics, which is the track and field sport. And this one, I there are some events that I would probably individually rank higher but the problem is is that there's such there's so many events that like I can't watch all of them so it's more about just kind of picking and choosing and it's usually for me it's just the quick sprints and hurdles is usually all I'll watch um or like 400 meter relay something short like that um it's it's kind of the same thing where it's just like time investment you know um but I do like the athletic feats of some of these athletes is insane. Like when you're watching, like I mean Usain Bolt or or anyone like that. Um, so I just I like I like the athleticism of the athletics. Nice. Number five. I do not care if people don't think this is a sport. Is table tennis. Ah, table tennis. I thought about putting it on my list. This sport is like batshit crazy. It's insane. And like the fact that if you ever watch it, it's insane how how much like space they cover and how many times they can hit it back and forth. It's not a big table. Like you have to be pretty accurate to be able to hit like the corners and everything like that. And I just think that it's insane. It reminds me of Forrest Gump. Yep. It which does. Which is, you know. Great movie. Yeah. Great. I've never read the book, but apparently the movie's better than the book. But he was an excellent table tennis player. Yes. Um, so for number four, I have diving. Um, and I just think diving's um, kind of a... It's an interesting sport. Because you only have, like, a few attempts to, like, do a dive... And you also have doubles where people do dives together. So you have a combined score based on like how in sync you are with your diving. And I just think it's like fun to see what kind of like flips and things and how people are going to do their dives. Um, it's just in like the scoring system is interesting too. So I've always really liked um, watching that mm -hmm. event. Number four, I went with um, water polo, which... I never thought I would put water polo on a list, but I also <laughs> really like watching it. I think that it's, like, it's insane that they're essentially treading water, but they also, like, can get themselves elevated so high out of the water to, to throw the ball into the net. Like, it's kind you of insane. You have to have so much endurance yeah. to be able to perform the sport. Yeah, for sure. 
And so I think out of a sheer respect factor is why I put it on my list. Shout out to um, the actor who played Ethan Craft in Lizzie McGuire because he is a professional water water polo player. Literally wrote that down. Did you? Ethan Craft. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I don't know if he's in the Olympics, but I know he plays like professional water polo. I know polo. he played in college and then I don't think he's in the Olympics, but I do know okay. he was in college. Yep. Uh, so number three, I have beach volleyball. And I have always liked specifically the women's beach volleyball, Misty May Trainer, and um, I'm forgetting the other woman's um, name. Carrie. Uh, Carrie, Carrie, Misty May Trainer. Uh, they were in four Olympics together, I think. Ultimate duo, great team, loved watching them. I just think it's like so fun. Um, as someone who played volleyball growing up in, you know, in middle school and high school off and on, I, I like this sport specifically the beach volleyball because it's just pairs so it's a lot easier to follow the action it's a lot easier to you know keep track of what's going on um and it's just like it's a fun sport i just think the i think the volley system leads for an entertaining long form sport for me so number three i have swimming and i think objectively swimming shouldn't be that interesting of a sport because you're essentially just watching someone swim laps but i think some of my favorite Olympic moments of all time happen during swimming. I think about that relay race with Michael Phelps and um, Jason Lezak, I think yeah. it was, where they came back and won at the end. Like, I just, again, a lot of strength, a lot of upper body strength, like core strength to be able to be a swimmer, especially long distance. I have a lot of respect for those athletes, and I just think, like, a lot of those races, when they come down right at the end, where it's like neck and neck, um, it's just a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, number two, I have swimming as well. And um, some of the, my most memorable Olympic moments I remember watching, like live, are swimming related. Um, specifically, yeah, that relay you mentioned, a lot of the events with Michael Phelps, I think it was, was it 2008 when he won nine in a row, or was that 2012? I think it was 2008. Is, I think it was 2008. Yeah, but I remember 2004. Oh, we should talk about... We had our own Olympic Games. So 2004, <laughs> our family was visiting. It was my, my grandparents' 50th, 50th wedding anniversary. So we had like a big family party for it near us. And since all of our cousins were visiting, we created our own Olympic Games. We printed our own medals. Um, we had a couple events that we had. One of them was a race. I think I was probably 10 or I was probably 10, so Hannah's probably 8, and one of the events was running around the neighborhood, and my mom said, you cannot let Hannah alone. You can't leave Hannah alone in the race. So we start running, and Hannah, like, stops running, like, 100 feet in, and she's like, I can't do it. So I had to, like, wait and make sure Hannah was near me, and then that dirty rat bastard we were coming to the finish and Hannah sprinted to the finish and got third place. See, she got a fucking medal. Damn you, Hannah. I was just playing the game. Right. <laughs> Sorry for my, again, my tangent. That's fine. So number two, I have beach volleyball. So pretty much everything you said about beach volleyball, I agree with. It's always just been like a personal favorite of mine to watch. And I think the fact that it's only two players 
and they basically have to cover a large amount of sand and also like running in sand is not easy like it's not no it's not an easy task I think it's a lot more interesting to me than watching like the regular volleyball like I don't even really watch the regular volleyball in the Olympics I usually watch the beach volleyball yeah same all right um number one it was always going to be gymnastics artistic gymnastics to be specific because there's also rhythmic gymnastics um it was always going to be number one specifically women's gymnastics i have always loved watching gymnastics i did a little bit of gymnastics when i was younger switched to acrobatics because gymnastics is super expensive i also like didn't want to commit to doing just only being able to do one sport but i love watching it the women are so talented like, there's so much athleticism that's required to do the stunts that they do. The different things are all so interesting in their own ways. There's enough variety of events that, like, it's not boring. It's a fucking shame how shitty the environment is for those athletes, though. I cannot stress, as someone who went to Michigan State, fuck Larry Nasser. Anyone associated with him, anyone who allowed this fucking sick injustice to occur to all these young women for so long with nothing happening is, like, a shame, and I hope that nothing like that happens in the future because it is just, like, a tragedy and a travesty that it had to occur and that it occurred for so long and that so many great athletes had to suffer because of it. But also, it's a great sport. And I have a lot of respect for those athletes. Yeah, I agree. My, my number one is gymnastics as well. Uh, pretty much everything you said. I mean, it's always been my favorite when I know the Olympics are coming that summer. It's always been my favorite sport to watch. I'm always super looking forward to it. I mean, I'm pumped to watch Simone Biles just like kill it out she there. She is going to do fantastic. I'm so excited for her to just dominate the competition. For sure. And like the the sheer like grit and like the strength it takes for those athletes it's just one of those sports where I know I would never be able to do it and it's one of those sports too where they I mean I know a lot of these athletes they commit a ton of time but some of these gymnasts they're there literally like they spend their entire day just training we like loved watching gymnastics when we were kids yeah. I remember Sean John Sean Johnson Nastia Lukin yeah like that team we were yeah obsessed with it that year Right. And, like, so much respect for them as athletes. And it's, you know, yeah. Best sport. For sure. Women representing. Love it. Gotta love it. I actually um, was reading this Olympics, there's, like, more women than men in the entire, like, field of athletes. And they also said women's media coverage is higher than men's, which is like very rare. Well, I was gonna say gymnastics, especially I know the women's have always had more attention than the men's um, gymnastics in the United States, at least. But but it is nice to hear that, you know, women's sports are being covered more um, than they have in the past. Also, um, women's football for the United States, because let's be honest, the men are never in no, it. They they're always terrible. Yeah, and the women have drawn a lot of attention, you know. But yeah, I like to I like to see those women go out there and represent. Yep, bring home the gold from, our, from every country. from every country. Yeah. So we'll just uh, re re go through our rankings. Um, number ten, I have all of the new sports introduced to this year's Olympics. 
Nine, I have sailing. Eight, fencing. Seven, football. Six, archery. Five, athletics. Four, diving. Three, beach volleyball. Two, swimming. And one, gymnastics. And then I have ten, the new sports. Nine, rowing. Eight, archery. Seven, fencing. Six, football. Five, table tennis. Four, water polo. Three, swimming. Two, beach volleyball. And one, gymnastics. All right. I feel like we may have gone off on (laughs) many a tangent in this episode, but turns out there's just a lot of related Olympic things that we have in our lives that just occurred over time. Yeah. The Olympics is always, like, we as a family, you know, watch sports Mm -hmm. quite a bit, and so the Olympics was always just one of those, like, fixtures that, like, when it was on, we would watch it. You know. Right, and especially because, at least for the Summer Olympics, we were always off school. You know, we were available to be able to watch a lot of the sports. I have a lot of memories of watching very, like, specific moments, like we talked about with swimming with, like, Michael Phelps. And, uh, yeah, it's always it's always interesting to have, like, spirited competition and, like, really exciting competitions for sports you wouldn't normally watch you know and it's just every like four years you know for summer so it's it's I think it makes it more fun and exciting because it's such a like non-place thing you know it only occurs every four years so it makes it more exciting because you have like the anticipation of waiting I think it's yeah it's interesting because it's like almost the one time where people from every like background country can like come together right and it's kind of a shame that, like, you know, I feel like this year's kind of weird. There's a lot of stuff yeah. that's, like, like not allowing swimmers to use uh, caps for, like, natural yeah, hair. Yeah, that I, I'm, that seems shitty and tar- and targeted and the, yeah, the tra- Banning someone for smoking weed. Yeah, because her mom died and it's, like, really how is weed enhancing your running ability? I just, like, some of the ruling, I think, is silly. Outdated. Yeah, and outdated. Yeah. I don't know. And plus, people were making comments about her appearance, and I'm like, really? She's fucking killing it running. Like, your comments don't have to be about her appearance. And, like... Plus, she looks like a yeah, queen. like, so. I want nails like that. Please, give me, give me your nail artist so I can go get nails like that. Right. But, yeah, I just think it's, you know... It's always kind of been... Yeah, controversial. Certain yeah. elements. And there's been a lot controversial, of... Controversial, yes. They've used it a lot as platforms for, like, protest. And, um, yeah. you know, I think about, like, track and field. I think it... I don't remember was what year it, it was. Like, with um, the... Jesse, Jesse Owens? Yeah, yeah. In Germany? Oh, yeah, in Germany. Right? Is that yeah. what you're talking about? Yeah, with the, um, like, the Black Power. Yeah. Well, Hitler was there... <laughs> Well, yeah. So it would have, yeah. I think so. Let me let me let's fact check. Yeah, let's look that Um, up. Yes, Jesse Owens, nineteen thirty six Olympics. He was the most successful athlete at the games and was credited as single handedly crushing Hitler's myth of Aryan supremacy. Although he wasn't invited, he also wasn't invited to the White House because fuck that. Great. Yeah. And of course, our favorite, which is not from the summer, but from the Winter Olympics, is the uh, Feel the Rhythm. Feel the Rhyme. Get on up. It's bobsled time. It's bobsled time. Jamaican bobsled I watched time. that last year, and it was great fun. Sanka, you did? Yeah. yeah. We should wrap this up, though, because we're... 
Although, yeah, so the Olympics has controversies, certainly. There are issues with a lot of things. But it also, I think, brings a lot of joy. Mm-hmm. A lot of attention to sports that otherwise wouldn't have attention. And I think that's something. But can always strive to do better. For sure. For sure. I think it's just in general, like, I just have so much respect for anyone who can make the Olympics. Like, the amount of dedication they put in, and they're literally the best in the world at their sport. Yeah. Did you know that um, Bruce Springsteen's daughter is in the equestrian U.S. team for the Olympics this I year? I did hear yeah. that. Yes. She's born in the USA. Yeah. Born Perfect. to run horses. Okay. That wasn't very good. That's just, no. Nope. All right. Nope. <laughs> well. <laughs> if you would like to follow if you'd like to follow us on social media, we have Twitter, Instagram, we have an email. Um, you can follow us at any of them. If you want to tell us anything, um, contact us, have any questions, concerns, comments, we are open to um, anything you have to say. Yes. Next week, we have a fun episode that will question our childhood. And potentially a giveaway? Potentially. Stay tuned. You'll have to listen. Stay tuned for more. (laughs) Bye. Bye. We would like to thank Joseph McDade for our intro music. He provides free music available for all kinds of creative use. The song that we used is called Sunrise Expedition, and you can find it and his other music on his website, josephmcdade.com. If you would like to reach us, you can email us at r3podcasts at gmail.com. That's r, the number three, p-o-d-c-a-s-t-s at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Instagram by searching research rank repeat.